three important questions you wanna make sure you have on all of your applications before someone speaks with you. Otherwise, you're gonna be wasting your time. So let me share exactly what those three questions are. Let's do this. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. What's going on, guys? Uriel Kim here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals get clients and scale their practices online, their coaching businesses, virtual practice, whatever you want to call it. Um, in this video, I want to share with you three questions I think are really essential to have on an application that people would be filling out before they speak with you. So if you have an application on your website where someone can just like book a call, number one, blow that up because you're going to be speaking with a lot of unqualified people. If you are uh, building a perfect client pipeline, as you should, and it's Facebook ad, webinar, application, phone call, then I'm gonna give you the three questions you wanna have on the application to ensure the stage is set properly for the phone conversation. Now, before I mention this, the, the application is not so much for you, it's more for the applicant. But you also have to understand that it's always this, applications are always a balance of how much resistance you put on the application or not. And my suggestion is that you optimize for flow initially and then you can build friction in over time. What I mean by that is get as many people on the phone as possible, get the practice in, you're gonna deal with maybe more unqualified people and over time you can start adding in a bit more friction in the form of questions that are gonna raise the barrier to entry, okay? so. With an application, the key is from top to bottom, it goes as easy, think about it as lubricating a slide, going into a wave pool, okay? The top, the beginning of the application needs to be like super greasy, easy to get into it. Do not ask the first question being, what is the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you in your life? Like, don't ask a question like that. Don't even ask an open-ended question. First name, last name, email, phone number, okay, so basic intake stuff, okay, so that's whatever, that's a given. Okay, next, so here are the three questions. First question is situational. What's the number one challenge you're currently facing when it comes to insert desired outcomes? So if you're helping people lose weight, what's the number one challenge you're currently facing when it comes to losing weight? Open-ended question, right? So if the person's like, Here's why open-ended is important, but only after you've asked some very simple questions. Open-ended is important because it's not what they say, it's how much and how they say it. So if someone responds with um, yo-yoing, that's that's their response, yo-yoing. That's a very different level of person, commitment-wise, compared to someone who writes a paragraph, like really like spilling their guts. And you're gonna to start to notice some trends. People who give you more intel in the applications are generally more committed and will become better clients than someone who just responds with one word, okay? Second question is a timing question. When would you like started, or when would you like to get started to fix this problem once and for all? Now, maybe later. Two options, now, maybe later. Here's the kicker, if somebody submits an application with maybe later, you do not take the call if you value your time. Like you can certainly take the call and plant the seed for down the road, but the most important determinant of whether someone is gonna work with you or not 
is whether that's something they want to do now. There is nothing you can do to change someone's timing. If someone is like, I'm, I'm in school for the next three months, that, that's not going to change if you have a conversation with them to, to get started now. I mean, you could, but like for what? Timing is the most important determinant of whether someone's going to move forward with you. Obviously, like wherewithal to pay, their decision maker, et cetera. But the now question is a must. As long as they answer now, that's a good thing. Okay. So again, when would you like to get started to fix this problem once and for all? Now or maybe later? If it's a now, good. If it's a maybe later, you email them, let, let them know. We'll talk later on. Okay. The third question is a financial qualifier, but I'm very clear about the fact that we're not asking. Well, let me give you the question and I'll tell you what not to do instead. Question is this, is this an important enough priority that you're ready, willing, and able to allocate funds towards getting the help to solve this once and for all? Is this important? Is this an important enough priority that you're ready, willing, and able to allocate funds towards getting the help to solve this once and for all? Yes or no? Person says no, you don't have to call with them. No call. They say yes, great. Now, what some of our clients ask me about, and some uh, we used to do this too, and some of our clients still do this, and it's, it's up to them. They ask a question like this. How much would you be willing to spend to fix this once and for all? One to three thousand, three to five thousand, five to seven thousand, seven to ten thousand. Check one of the, you know, check one of them. The reason I don't recommend that is because no matter what somebody puts there, it's not a truthful answer. Because what what you'll see, and if you've ever done this, you'll know, you might have someone choose three to five thousand dollars, but then when you get to your pricing and it's five thousand dollars, you're like, oh, that's too much money. And what I've recognized after doing this thousands of times now, okay, and seeing thousands of applications, is we lie to ourselves all the time. And when you put in numbers like that, it's bullshit, right? It's not the truthful answer. It's like asking someone, how much would this be worth you'd never have to deal with again? Oh, it'd be a million dollars. Great. You're not going to pay a million dollars, but it'd be worth a million dollars. It's the same idea here, right? How much would you be willing to spend? It's a pretty direct question. We're not saying how much would be worth to you. Like how much are you able and will, like, willing to spend? one to three, three to five, someone puts that in, I'm telling you, it is not the right, don't be like, okay, cool, they're totally in. It's not gonna happen most times. But when you ask someone, are you able and willing to pay, yes or no, if they say no, they've come, like they're the, like it's a fixed mindset. Like there's no possibility. Maybe your program's 100 bucks. Maybe it's 10,000. They have no, con- they don't know. But they're just saying no. So why would you even have a conversation with them? If they say yes, again, they don't know the price, but at least they're open enough to then have a discussion around what that price might be. So these are the three most important questions you have to have on your application because number one, they're going to give you insight into the level of emotional intensity around the number one challenge they're dealing with. Number two, it's going to tell you whether this is something they need to fix now because if it's not, it's never going to happen in the short term. And number three, it tells you whether or not they're willing at least have the mindset to invest in a solution. If they're not, don't have the call. So these three questions are important enough to get you going, but you're not going to have a a 10 question application, which is going to scare people off and moving obviously onto the phone with you in the first place. Once you have a ton of people on the phone and you wanna start qualifying people even harder to reduce the number of phone calls you get to like really increase the the quality, if you will, of the people coming through, then you can ask some more in-depth questions 
but I wouldn't even do that until you've had a really full calendar to begin with, okay? So those are the three questions you wanna be asking on your application before people are able to book a call with you. I hope they served you well. If you've enjoyed this, subscribe to the channel. Leave me a comment below with what you like most about this, and I'll see you in the next video. Ciao, guys. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.